What's up, everybody? I am Travesty. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And welcome back to another episode of this freaking show. It is the weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. The same weekly podcast is brought to you by FreakNet Studios. Guys, make sure you go to FreakNetStudios.com and check out all the amazing podcasts that are associated with the network, like this freaking show, Just Freaking Wrestling, and The Gray Area. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what happened with uh, the Pretty Little Freaks podcast here later on in the show. Uh, we're going to uh, play a interesting game about um, Indiana stereotypes and how we're going to uh, pigeonhole uh, Cartoon Joe into being an Indianian. I believe the technical term is Hoosier. Yeah, there we go. But Indianian sounds more or less copyrighted. It does. Last thing I need is um, God, was it Gene Hackman? Yeah. To come at me because I'm using. I'm, yeah, yeah, you know, I was like, I don't know if you know this, but I was in Hoosiers. And I was like, I know you're that horrible ass basketball coach. You couldn't handle his alcohol. I know. I've seen the movie. Um, right? I think you. I, <laughs> I think it's required for you to watch Hoosiers, right? It is. Yeah, we had to watch it every summer. Yep. So we're gonna talk a little bit about Indiana stereotypes and everything because there's been a big trend on uh, at least TikTok I've noticed about. People uh, embracing other people from Indiana. And I don't know why, um, but it's popped up a lot on the, the TikTok feed that uh, I uh, follow. So we're going to play a little game with that. And uh, we're obviously going to start out this show. Yeah, if you don't mind me interrupting a little. I, yeah, go I'd ahead. like to think that the reason that people are doing the, uh, focusing on Indiana is what I heard when I went to Florence. And that is that uh, across the world, um, Hoosiers are known as the Angels of America. So, mm, sounds like the world's biggest lie, Joe. <laughs> Doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But yeah, you could be right. Like I said, I, I try to search online on why the trend is there, and I can't find it. But I know deep in my heart it's there, and I'm hoping some of the listeners um, that are out there do hear this, and uh, they kind of like help us out with that. Um, I don't have a catchy little game for it because we kind of just. Came up with the idea here briefly because that's how we do this show. We don't pre-plan. We just throw shit out there. But I do have an idea for next week's show that I want to talk about at the end of this show. Um, because that's going to take a little bit of work on both our ends to do. Right. So just give you a heads up, Joe. Next week's show may be a little bit of work for us. But compared to the work we do put in already, barely any. Perfect. So um, I'll probably think of an idea. I'll probably think of a game name. You just got to give me a minute to kind of like really like let it flow into my head. But uh, I do want to start out with uh, our our season segment of uh, That Freaking Happened, where we talk about a current event that happened during this week across any uh, any year or time period or era, millennium or whatever, uh, from the beginning of time. So, Joe, you want to go first, or uh, do you want me to go? I am uh, I am prepared to go first. I just need to, uh, to find it here. I, it's fine. It's fine. I'm ready to go. Um, so, this week in history, way back in the 1800s, and I can't give you a specific date because for some reason uh, I lost it. Maybe you should just go first, and I can tell you more accurate facts. No problem, Joe, because uh, this one's about you. Oh, perfect. Yep. On June 25th, 1962, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled it unconstitutional for a state official to compose a official school prayer and encourage its re-recitation. Joe, what's yep. the word? Yep. Right. Hey, thanks, man. Recitation in public schools. 
The prayer in question was, Almighty God, we acknowledge our dependence upon Thee, and we beg Thy blessings upon us, our parents, our teachers, and our country. Amen. The case was brought on by five plaintiffs composed of three Jewish people and two self-proclaimed spiritual people who did not belong to any one organized religion. The court ruled the government-written prayer were not to be recited in public schools and were a violation of the U.S. Constitution and the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, June 21st, prayer banned in public schooling. Very cool. Yeah. Ah, here it is. In 1870, Richard Wagner's opera Valkyrie premiered in Munich. Uh, featuring the song Ride of the Valkyries, which you have almost certainly heard, listeners. Uh, if you've watched Looney Tunes, if you've uh, seen just about any movie, I mean, not that it's in every movie, but it, it shows up a lot. It's the one that goes... Yes! That's Ride of the Valkyries. And uh, I'm pretty sure it's okay to do that because it, it premiered in 1870, so it should be... There, there's a reason it shows up everywhere, right? It's, it's free to use because it's public domain. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, so Richard Wagner wrote that, um, I believe before it premiered, but it, it premiered in Munich in 1870, so this week. Today, actually, I think, while I'm thinking about it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So, I like that, John. I actually, I have a second one, if you don't mind. I do, absolutely. Uh, please, uh, I don't mind, I guess. I guess the proper phrasing. Yeah. I would love for you to, uh, Read another one, Joe. I'm, I'm, I'm happy for it, man, because I don't allow you to talk so much, and that has been brought to my attention. It's like, how come Joe doesn't talk so much on the podcast? And I simply respond, because I talk more. There's no other reason to that. So, yes, Joe, um, please continue with your second one. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it actually, you could argue that it's technically next week. Uh, Ooh, Joe. I'm, Joe, I'm huh? this week Because we're, as, as of recording, we're only two days away. And that is, uh, some time ago, on June 28th, our grandmother was born. Oh, wow. That yeah, I did so not know. Happy birthday, Grandma D. Oh, that, uh, that, you know what, I'm okay with that then. I can, I can allow, I can allow a, uh, a next week, uh, event to happen for this week. Cause that's a memorable one. Without that, I would have no idea who you are. Right? I wouldn't even not, exist. You wouldn't even Probably. exist. No, I would go with that. Yeah. You'd probably be some schmuck not from Indiana. Right? Yeah. Maybe from, like, Newfoundland or something. Um, actually, you know what you, uh, you talking about today actually reminds me of another thing I do want to talk about. So we got a lot to talk about today on this episode. Um, so, uh, let me look it up real quick here. Uh, Ah, jeez. Jeez, Willikers. Because I do want to talk about because I guess today is uh, officially phase four day of um, of the COVID. It is. Here. it is. So I do want to talk about some of the um, phases that are going to happen uh, as far as today goes. If I can find it real quick, which it's normally easy for me to find when I'm not fucking looking for it. Oh, does it? Is it? Is phase four just starting in Illinois at the same time? Yeah, phase four is happening today. Sorry, I'm just I'm shocked that that Chicago is on the same schedule as the rest of the state for once. I assume it is. I, I for some reason I was told that this was supposed to happen on the 29th, but apparently it's happening today. 
Um, I think I found the information on it. So, um, you know, let's go ahead and do this. Uh, before we play our, our new game, which I came up with a new name for it. I think you'll love it. Uh, we're going to relive an old game called My Corona. Let's bring that back here briefly as we talk about Phase 4. All right. That's so, uh, light, premium, and extra, right? Absolutely. Yep. See, you remember shit. Okay. So, uh, phase four, uh, it's called revitalization. Uh, there is a continued decline in the rate of infection in new COVID-19 cases. Hospitals have capacity and can quickly adapt to a surge of new cases in their communities. Additional measures can be carefully lifted, allowing for schools and children care programs, childcare programs, my apologies, to reopen with social distancing policies in place. Restaurants can open with limited capacity and following strict public health procedures, including personal protective equipment for employees. Gatherings with 50 people or fewer will be permitted. Testing is widely available and tracing is commonplace. Okay. So, Joe, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and, uh, my corona some of the, uh, the new steps that are taking place. You just let me know if they're, hey, they're corona light, um, corona, uh, premiere or corona extra. And obviously remember, Light is, hey, they should do more. Actually, they're doing way too much. And Premiere, it, it sounds about right. Gotcha. Perfect. So uh, the first thing we're going to talk about is gatherings. All gatherings of 50 people or fewer are allowed within this limit subject to change based on latest dates and guidance. So gatherings up to 50 people or fewer are now allowed. I'm nervous about that one from a church perspective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I... I... It's probably fine. It's probably premiere, but I personally feel that it's a little, uh, a little light, um, just because yeah. I, I like, you know, it's one of those things where my people are good at taking responsibility for themselves and their own health, and so they're not going to show up if we open the church. It should be a percentage, a percentage yeah. of capacity, you know, like yeah. you well, can open for for churches. It's twenty five percent or fifty people, whichever is fewer. Gotcha. Okay. All right, gotcha. So you're a, you're a, you're a light light in between light and premiere for this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for for a lot of things, premiere is fine. For for other things, I think light is a little a little more. Active. Yeah. Well, and it, it really kind of depends on the I guess the the space. Like if it's fifty people at the Tweeter Center in Twin- Tinley Park, right? A little light. If it's fifty people in a small town bar that is the size of somebody's living room. The low too much, right? But that's why I think I, I think everything should be based on capacity, fifty percent capacity, or to the discretion of the ownership on you know size availability and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the number one thing for me. I think is it, it really should be up to the discretion of the, the ownership. I think that's that's a good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, travel travel should follow uh, Illinois Department of Public Health and CDC approved guidance. So traveling, I guess, is uh. Is up and running again. I guess obviously you're going to have to wear face masks and stuff like that. I don't know if they're going to stagger seating or how they're going to work with that. But um, travel, travel is a thing again. You know, I'm glad it's a thing again, uh, and I'm glad that we're doing contact tracing and that if there's a surge, you know. So I, I'm going to say Premier, although I personally won't be taking the public transportation anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, healthcare, all healthcare providers are now open, officially open. Oh, great. Like dentists and everything. That's what it says. All healthcare providers, yeah. Perfect. I'll call that premiere. I'm I'm ready to get to the dentist. All outdoor recreations are allowed. <clears throat> I think that's great. 
Yeah, I, I believe uh, I believe it's been announced that uh, baseball officially starts uh, first week of July. So, um, yeah, I'm excited so, about that, actually. Yeah, uh, so you're going to have a 60-game season, so I'm really happy for that. Uh, I'm now, that's, make, about, that's about a third of what they normally have, right? Uh, 162 games a year, so 102 less than normal. So I don't know what you put that at, 40%? I don't fucking know. I'm not a math guy. Uh, that's not but, right. Yeah, 20 games shy of half, but yeah. Uh, education and child care, uh, preschool to 12th grade, higher education and all summer programs and child care open along with the Illinois Department of Public Health approved safety guide- guidelines. So schools open up. So August comes around, schools will be open. I think that's good for now. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say premiere for now. Uh, I hope they're going to still monitor the situation and you know, we've got to figure out what, like, what we're, what we're going to do with our preschool at the church. Because we, you know, on the one hand, we want our kids to be safe. On the other hand, kids seem to be the safest. So. Yeah. Well, and that's one thing. Like, <clears throat> I think it also kind of falls into, again, it's schooling and stuff, and then the decisions that the board wants to make. Because when you look at a high school in the town I grew up in, I think they're like a couple hundred over capacity because Uh-oh. it was. Because it was built for, you know, a certain amount of students, but people kept moving into the area, which is great because of growth, but now you got more students involved. So now you have classes that I think when I went to school were like 20 to 25 are now like almost 35, 40. Woo! My goodness. So I can see where that could be an issue as far as COVID and everything, but I think it comes to a discretion thing and how they want to proceed with that. So, uh, businesses, um... You know, we'll lightning, we'll, we'll lightning round this, uh, this part here, okay? Perfect. Uh, manufacturing. All manufacturing open with, uh, public health approved safety guidelines? Uh, I'm gonna say Premier. Uh, non-essential businesses. All employees return to work with public health approved safety guidelines. Employers are encouraged to provide accommodations for COVID-19 vulnerable employees. Uh, I'll say Premier. Bars and restaurants open with capacity limited and public health approved safety guidance guidelines. Uh, that one, I'm going to say light just because I know that people are not wearing their masks appropriately in restaurants right now. Oh, yeah, especially when you're drinking. You're not going to pull the mask off and on, you know? Right, right. Uh, you, should at least, you should at least be putting it on when your server comes to your table, you know? Yes. Yeah, well, like uh, me uh, – me and my friend Dana, we went to a game on last night after uh, I had to do some shopping up at uh, Home Depot. And uh, I had a Tito's and water with lemon and lime. It was nice and everything. And uh, they had, obviously it's all outdoor seating. And they have everything kind of staggered out. You know, the one thing that's cool about Piatone is that they allow uh, people to kind of open up their beer garden stuff a lot more to allow more seating. There was not one person wearing a mask out like yeah. in that area, which – I'm kind of okay with because they did make the tables about five feet away from each other. Right. So right. it's people being responsible for the people they're with. Uh, yeah. me, me and Dana, we just found a table in the far back away from people, just away from everyone. Plus we're smokers. So I didn't want to sit there and have to worry about a mask between drinking, smoking and stuff like that. Of course. Yeah. So, but again, that. and, and that's the thing, like it falls on the decision of me and my friends and us going on doing stuff, you know, it's the risk that we're willing to take. And, we just found a way to make it a little bit easier because we're away from everything. Now, what's cool about it, and it's game on Sports Bar and Grill. If you guys are ever in the Pearson area and want to check out the bar, it's amazing. Congratulations to you guys opening up today. Uh, I think they're only doing half capacity, and they're kind of going to stagger tables and stuff away from each other. 
Um, they're, they're doing everything right. But one of the cool things that I noticed, too, is when somebody gets up to leave and they're done for the evening and stuff, before anyone else sits there, they sanitize the chairs, they sanitize the tables. When they're done with the menus, they sanitize the menus. All the drinks and stuff they bring out are in plastic disposable cups. All the food that they brought out were in uh, styrofoam disposable uh, containers. So they were doing everything that they needed to do to make sure that everyone was safe. And it was really fucking cool. And the only thing that sucked out of all of it is that the other night, some asshole fucking came to the bar in the middle of the night and stole one of their umbrellas from their outside tables. Uh. So to the asshole who stole from the fucking bar, fucking eat shit and die. I'll say it. I don't care. Cause I don't, cause they, they, have, they have video footage of him actually snatching the fucking thing. That's such it's, a weird thing to steal. Yeah, it's a joke. I'm, I'm assuming he's just a fan of Coors Light, and he didn't, he didn't want to go buy his own fucking umbrella. But right. it's a shitty thing to fucking do, especially for a business that's doing well for our community to do shit like that. Who sit there, and they have, like, free hot dog days for, like, the homecoming football game stuff, and, you know, they're, they're participating in parades and, you know, outdoor events. They do so much for the community. And for someone to do a shitty thing like that, which, granted... Maybe it doesn't justify my bantering and shit right now, but it's still a shitty fucking thing to do. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. But beyond that, Game On did a lot of cool shit uh, for the community, and they did so much to make sure that people stay healthy the best they can if they go out in public. So um, it was really cool that they did that. Um, what we got here? Uh, personal care services and health clubs. All barbershops, salons, spas, health and fitness clubs, open with a limited capacity and public health approved safety guidelines. I'm not going to lie. That one makes me nervous. Uh, I, I think it's probably fine. So I'm going to say pre- between premier and light, okay. but uh, it, that one makes me very nervous just because, I mean, I've seen, I've seen people run. They don't breathe gently. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with barbers, salons, spas. I'm okay with the health That's- club. I'm a little bit concerned with. Yes, yes. Just, just I, I got the I got the email from Planet Fitness the other day, and I'm just like, am I going to go back or no? I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, to sit there and run on a treadmill with wearing a mask and everything. And plus, I mean, like, people work out, and yeah, they're, you get the right person to sit there and wipe their machines off afterwards. Not right. everyone does. You know, so, so there's a caution thing. So, I mean, are people going to walk into these fucking health clubs with fucking face masks and rubber gloves and shit? Right. But barbershop, salons, spas, I'm okay with. I'm cool with that. Uh, the only thing with spas, if like if you're doing facials and all, obviously you can't wear a mask while getting like a fucking cucumber mask and shit like that. So, but I guess if the person given the spa or given the the uh, spa day to the customer is wearing a mask and like, trying to be as cautious as possible, maybe. But uh, excuse me, salons and barbershops, I'm okay with. I think I think that'll be. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's fine. I'm with you there. So it, it's really, I last on the health clubs as soon as you said it. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, entertainment. Cinema and theaters open with a limited capacity and public health approved safety guidelines. I'm cool with that. And I've seen a lot of the, the cinemas, uh, a lot of the theaters guidelines. and they, they make sense to me. I'm fine with it. Premier. Okay. Uh, and retail open with capacity limits and public health approved. I mean, retail has been open for most of this anyway, so. Right. Yeah, that's cool. I'm good with that. You know what though? Here's the only thing I say to people who 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 are shopping: mm-hmm. stay the fuck away from me. Yeah. Stop. Stop it. Stay six <laughs> feet away. It's not that fucking hard. I'll be out of your way in about six seconds, 
stop it. Stop walking up behind me. Stop trying to cut in front of me and grab the, the bag of donuts or whatever shit. Stop it. Be yeah. an adult. Exercise your self-control and wait for six fucking seconds for me to grab what I need and get out of your way. That has been the biggest problem when it came to fucking shopping and shit like that. And it's just like, you know, like, and I don't, I don't sit there and I don't stand like in front of a certain, the only time I ever spend more than 12 sections in one area shopping is if I'm at the deli and I'm buying like lunch meat and stuff like that. But I order it and then I step back, you know, but you still get those people that kind of like, you know, like they're kind of standing like right next to you. It's like, dude, we're not friends. Like, you know, like take a step away. Yeah, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. It's weird, like, because people will sit there and they'll honor the little X's at the checkout where you're six feet apart. They'll honor that. But God forbid you walk down a fucking aisle and somebody has to stand right next to you. And it's not even that. It's like, it's like, if I'm right by the fucking, like, one section and I'm looking at, uh, like, uh, fucking, like, vegetables and shit, somebody's looking at the opposite side of that aisle, but they're standing back far enough where we're shoulder to shoulder. It's a little fucking weird. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And, like, here's the thing that I've discovered this week. I'm actually really happy about this. Uh, mm-hmm. I used Instacart for the first time. Okay. And it was awesome. Uh, the way that our Aldi has it set up, it was like a $1.99 to have somebody else do your shopping for you. So I literally just, I hopped on the website, I picked all the stuff I wanted, uh, and the next day I got a text saying, hey, your stuff is ready, come pick it up. And so I drove over, I hit the button that said I was there, and within a minute, the guy was out there with a cart, all my stuff in it. He loaded it up for me. I didn't even have to talk to him if I didn't want to. It was awesome. Yes. So, and if you want it delivered, it's only, uh, from our Aldi, it was only $3.99. So, like, for two extra bucks, I didn't even have to go out. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. So. Uh, let's see. Okay, uh, how we... How we move to the next phase, post-pandemic vaccines, effective and widely available treatment, or the elimination of new cases over a sustained period of time through herd immunity or other factors. What could cause setbacks? Uh, sustained rise in positive rates, uh, sustained increase in hospital emissions for COVID, reduction in hospital capacity, and significant outbreaks in regions that threaten the health of the region. So. Um, yep, so we're officially into phase four, and uh, eventually we will be in phase five down the road, where it's basically just called Illinois Restored. Nice. This episode of this freaking show is brought to you by BallWash.com. Now, it's no secret that the man's most prized possession also happens to be the most sensitive part of his body. Balls are prone to sweat, odor-causing bacteria, and irritation. Upgrade your balls game with quality products formulated to keep your skin healthy and fresh. Guys, that is where BallWash.com comes in. Go to BallWash.com right now. Check out the variety of products they have as well as kits and subscriptions they have available for you. And when you hit that checkout button and you go to pay for that order, make sure you use the promo code FREAKNET. That's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T at checkout. It will save you 15% on your entire order. That's right, ballwash.com. When it comes to your sack, they got your back. Cool. All right. Joe, you ready for the new game? I am so ready. Excellent. All right. So, uh, I came up with a name. Um, I'm not sure if you'll like it. You'll probably think it's dumb, but it's what I come up with off the top of my head. So, what I want to do is I want to call it Who's Are You? Nice. Right? 
I like it. All right. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to read you off some uh, some pretty well-known Indiana uh, state stereotypes based on people, based on Hoosiers. And I'll, I'll go with the Hoosiers word. Um, and then you're either going to tell me Indiana yay or Indiana nay if it pertains to you. All right. Right? Simple, right? Indiana yay, Indiana nay. For our new game called Who's Are You? Nice. All right. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna I, I pulled up a couple different websites with a couple different uh, uh, stereotypes on it. Uh, the first one is stereotypes you've embraced going to school in Indiana. Which Joey, you uh, you're 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 say you're 30 years old now. Yep. You spent uh, probably what a good uh, 18 of that, maybe 17 of that in Indiana. I don't know when you moved there, when you moved out. I uh, I grew up there. I, I uh, my parents were living there when I was born. And uh, I didn't move away until after college. So twenty, it was January of twenty fourteen. Okay, so, so, this, so this, yeah, so this one's gonna be good because it's like I said, it says school. So you were in school from Indiana up until uh, you came to Chicago. So, all right. So the first one here, uh, Indiana A or Indiana A. You've gotten used to your friends referring where they're from by the name of their hometown rather than their state. 100%. Indiana, Indiana, yay. Awesome. First time you heard the of the game Cornhole, you were utterly confused and somewhat hesitant to participate. Uh, sorry, i got to remember the first time I heard the term. <laughs> I'll say Indiana, nay. Okay. Because we called, I mean, here in Chicago, they just called it beanbags. Yeah. Uh, we called it gotcha. Um, although you may have not initially agreed, you finally came to accept that soda is actually referred to as pop. Uh, that's a weird one for me. I've always called it pop or soda pop. So I'll call it, I'll call it Indiana nay. Okay. Uh, wherever you are in Indiana, you can count on a super Walmart or super Target to be right around the corner. Yeah, Indiana, yay. <laughs> Indiana's passion for country music has slowly but surely rubbed off on you. I'll, yeah, I'll talk to that. Indiana, yay. Uh, you never thought corn mazes could be an autumn festivity until you came to Indiana. See, this is such a weird one, because, like, I lived there my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's a stereotype. We had corn mazes. Mazes. <laughs> Uh, when you first learned you're not allowed to purchase alcohol on Sundays, some part of you believed you time-traveled back to the Prohibition. Indiana, yay. Growing up not being able to buy alcohol on Sundays was so dumb. I didn't know that was a real thing in Indiana. It was. It was. Now you can buy it until noon, I think. Gotcha. Uh, you've given up on dieting because not only do people in Indiana believe that cheese is a main food group, but they also think everything tastes better fried and then dipped in ranch. Indiana, yay. <laughs> yeah, you put some ranch on some pizza? Mm. You easily adjusted to the friendliness of a good-hearted folks of Indiana. Yeah, Indiana, yay. Yeah. I love those people. You no longer find it strange that your friends from Indiana have tipped a cow in their spare time. Now, see, that's got to be a lie because cow tipping is not a real thing. I've, yeah, I've never met anybody who's actually cow tipped. I'm going to say Indiana Nay. Regardless of the mile-long stretches of cornfields, you still find peace and comfort from Indiana. Yeah, 
Indiana yeah. guy. Okay. Actually, it's the miles of cornfields that gives me peace and comfort. Right. Like even even going up down here, you know, like and you know something that I, I can't even I don't even know what to refer to about this part of Indiana. I guess it's considered the Midwest of, or the the middle of Illinois, but everyone always thinks of it like Chicago and shit like that, which is not. It's cornfields. Yeah. No, not exactly. so, yeah. But it's peaceful, right? Just get in the car and drive around a little bit and everything. Absolutely, or just <laughs> just sit on your porch and look at the. I mean, not necessarily your porch because you're in town, but like mm-hmm. you know, out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and you're just surrounded by cornfields, and you get to watch the sunset. Oh, yeah. it's the best. It's the best. Oh, yeah. All right. Indiana stereotypes are completely accurate. All right. Every Hoosier knows a tractor is a perfectly acceptable way to get to school. Yeah. Indiana, yeah. Every Hoosier bleeds white and blue unless the Peyton Manning game is on. Uh, Indiana, nay. I know a lot of Hoosiers who are Bears fans. You know, and I've always, I've always found that to be interesting too, because a lot of people I know, and like, it's, it's more like the closer you get to Illinois, the more bear fans you find. Like when you get like towards like the Ohio side, those are Colts. Yeah. And Southern Indiana too. Yeah. But when you get to like that Northwest region of Indiana, that's mostly Bears country. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, all Hoosiers secretly take pride in hearing "Last Dance" with Mary Jane. I don't know what that is. Okay, well, yeah. uh, the, the, there's a lyric that says she grew up tall, she grew up right in them Indiana boys on them Indiana nights. Oh. No. I, that, it doesn't um, for me. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Hoosier's addiction to college basketball helps them survive the college football season. Now, it's never been for me, but I'll, uh, I'll allow it for other Hoosiers. I'll say Indiana well, Day. Well, we're doing this for you, Joe. Oh, then Indiana Day. I don't give a fuck about sports. Yeah, all the all yeah all of the all these stereotypes we're focusing on cartoon Joe's Hoosiery. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Hoosiers are shocked. I guess I guess you you are shocked to hear that folks in other states can buy alcohol on Sunday. If you already talked about that, we don't need to do that again. Uh, I'm not shocked. Uh, you can't buy them in Indiana. <laughs> uh, you measure your height with uh, corn stalks. No. No. Uh. You are so religious, signs along the road promising an eternity in hell have lost their stock shock value. Uh, no, I'm so religious they're really shocking to me. Indiana, I'm going to say Indiana nay. That's awesome because they have this, uh, was it Revelations 2015, turn to Jesus or you are headed for hell. Nice. Yeah, there's a there's a spot on uh, an I-65 that I, I'm, I'm, I giggle at every time I pass it. Uh... What does it say? Oh, it says on one side as you're driving north, it says Jesus is real. As you're driving south, it says hell is real. <laughs> uh, you're a tornado veteran. Yeah, Indiana, yay. <laughs> uh, you try to spend your entire walk. Your, oh, you you try to spend your entire waking life outdoors. I uh, yeah, Indiana, yay. Uh, see, so you are a battle-tested weathermaster. <laughs> I'd like to think so. Indiana, yeah. Uh, we'll do a couple more here. Uh, let's see if I find some good ones here. Uh, you consider eight vehicles waiting for a tractor to drive across the road to be a horrible traffic jam. Damn right. Indiana, yay. <laughs> you had to switch between your AC and your heat in the same day. 
Oh, yep, multiple times. Indiana, yay. You prefer to measure distance in minutes instead of miles. Indiana, yay. Uh, you you know exactly how to spell and say Terre Haute. Had to think about it for a second. Yes, Indiana, yay. Can, can you spell it? Can you prove it? T-E-R-R-E space H-A-U-T-E, Terre Haute. Terre Haute. Yep. Okay, okay, Terre Haute. Uh, you know a lot of people who hit a deer. <laughs> Indiana, yay. Uh, you prefer to end your sentences with a preposition. Who needs proper grammar anyway? I have actually, this is a fun one for me, I have worked really hard to stop ending my sentences with prepositions. <laughs> but I still do it sometimes. Indiana, yay. Yeah, we should have done this one. This one makes more sense. Uh, you install security lights and cameras, but leave your doors unlocked. Indiana, yay. Uh, you always have one or two pairs of jumper cables in your trunk. Indiana, yay. I think that should be for everybody, you know, at least one. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. You enjoy bands where that were popular about a decade ago at a local county fair. Yeah, that's fair. Indiana, yay. You prefer to drive in the winter because at least the potholes are filled with snow and ice. Um, man, that's a tough one. I'm going to say Indiana, nay, because it doesn't matter where you live in the Midwest, no one remembers how to drive in the snow. <laughs> All right, let me find one more good one. All right, last one. You could say French lick with a straight face. <laughs> I can, but it still makes me giggle inside. <laughs> Indiana. This freaking show is brought to you by Audible.com. If you like, uh, if you like to read as much as I do, if you enjoy a good book, head on over to audibletrial.com/freaknet. Maybe you don't like to read. Maybe you like to have things read to you. Head on over to audibletrial.com/freaknet, and you will get a 30-day free trial plus your first credit toward a free book. Uh, I recommend during this this time of extended uh, uh, staying at home to to pick something longer, something really good, maybe something by Stephen King. Maybe check out The Stand or It or any of the Dark Tower books. Anything in that category, you're going to find something that's at least 30 to 40 hours long, which is going to get you through a whole week of listening. Um, so head on over to audibletrial.com slash freaknet today. <laughs> All right, Joe, what are you freaking thinking about? Oh, man, what am I freaking thinking about? Uh, I'm excited by this by, by coming to the end of this diet. Um, oh, no, I've got a better one. Sorry. Um, okay. We talked about it this week on GeekCast Live as well. Um, there is a movie that came out in 2018 that was just about made for me perfectly, and it is called An Evening with Beverly Luffman, and it features uh, Matt Berry, Jermaine Clement, uh, Aubrey Plaza, Craig Robins- Robinson, um, which is that's, that's a handful of my favorite actors uh, out there. And it is, it's on Netflix. It's about an hour and 50 minutes and it is magnificent. It's such a great movie. Um, the best part about it is they are, uh, deliberately acting poorly. And it's just, it's just so good. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, if you get a chance to watch it, I highly recommend it. An evening with Beverly Lockwood. Uh, 
You cut out real bad again, I'm sorry. What are you freaking out, though? Freaking thinking about? God damn it, no. You're my favorite. No, you're fine. Um, uh, what I've been freaking on, actually, uh, is what I kind of want to talk about before we ended the show, and that was, uh, the, uh, the cancellation of Pretty Little Freaks. Yeah. And, um, uh, just before I begin this, I want everyone to know that the girls who hosted the show did everything in their power to make it work. So it's nothing on their end. That being said, uh, Pretty Little Freaks was a podcast concept that I've had for years I wanted to kind of see come true. Um, in my head, I thought maybe it'd be a lot easier and um, simpler for people to share their stories and their history about dating. Um, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. Apparently, it's really hard for people to open up and just tell stories, especially when it's anonymous. Uh, that being said, um, because we couldn't do that, it didn't live up to the expectations I had for the show. Um, and as many people said it, uh, Sarge said it to me, uh, Joey, you and I've had a discussion about it, and even Dizzle J and I had a discussion about it. At the end of the day, Freaknet Studios has to be a business. We have to find ways to make it work and move forward. You agree, right? Yes. All right, thanks. Um, so with that being said, it came to the uh, conclusion that if Prelo Freaks couldn't put out podcasts on a weekly basis as I wanted it to and everything, um, we just, it just had, it just had to end. Um, now Laureen went above and beyond and she did, uh, put out a couple other podcasts, one of which was taken over by Sarge. So it was actually a Doug Gray uh, podcast, uh, released on Prelo Freaks podcast. But she did go ahead and do a live uh, on the previous one, kind of uh, talk a little bit about dating and everything. And that's all well and good. And I'm I'm very happy that she went the extra mile to do something like that. But the thing is, it just it wasn't the direction that the show was based off of. So um, I made a decision. Being, being the head of Freaknet Studios as uh, thrown upon me because no one else wanted it, um, I made a decision. I discussed it with you. I discussed it with Dizzle J. I discussed it with Sarge. And it just, we just decided that it just, if it's not working out, just cut it now and end it. I believe GCR said something like that to us when we first started this freaking show. When you hit a certain milestone in, uh, in shows, that's when you know something's going to take off. And it's yep. either nine or 13. It's an odd number. I can't remember what the hell number it is. Uh, I think um, it's like eight. Is it eight? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we we didn't reach it. We got up to four, and it was going well. It just it trickled off. Um, so it was unfortunate it happened, but sometimes things just don't work out. And uh, we do have the pod being for it. I know uh, Laureen expressed some interest in doing her own kind of podcast, um, <clears throat> basically talking about you know still talking about dating, but I guess politics and current events. Basically, this freaking show in Doug Gray area, but in her own way. So, um, the Podbean is there for her to use if she feels comfortable uh, creating her own podcast. I had the conversation with her about it, just letting her know that uh, when she does start up her own podcast, yes, she can be part of Freaknet Studios. However, um, I'm stepping back from it, and I'm focusing on this freaking show and Just Freaking Wrestling, um, and that's going to be her baby to kind of lift up, create, edit, release, and everything. It's going to all be on her. Um, I know she has Sarge over there to kind of help her out to get that going, uh, to show her how to do stuff on her end. 
Um, because it, it's one of the things that, like, you know, it, I could do it for her, but there's no pride in me doing the work. You know, yeah. it's like it, if she wants to show to succeed, it has to be up to her to do it. Um, and I know she wants to release a show whenever she feels like it and this and the other thing, and that's all well and good. But I like taking pride in trying to release a show once a week. It doesn't matter if we record on Friday like we are now or on Tuesdays like we normally do. We always make time to make sure we get the show out there. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to rely on doing lives to release shows. The lives are there as bonus for the followers that we have on Podbean and stuff like that. It's an extra gift to them. It's not there for us to release as a show. Just, I mean, we did it once. And I'm not gonna lie, I felt a little bit, I felt a little disgusted by it because it felt cheap. It felt, it felt like we took away from what our viewers are looking for when it comes to our podcasting. Yeah. You know, I also, you know I, and I will say to, to let you and us off. Uh, it was nice to be able to promote, you know, what the lives are like so that people who listen to us outside of Podbean mm-hmm. can say, oh, maybe maybe on Saturday mornings I'd like to join you, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we do talk about some interesting things because we talk about things on the live we don't normally talk about on the show. It's something different, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just it, it's it's to kind of dive into like more of our personal feelings and even interaction with some of the listeners that do tune into us. Um, but I, I don't want to, I don't want to produce a show like that. And if that's what Laureen wants to do and she can make it work, more power to her. Uh, Sarge does it for Doug Gray area. It makes it work for him. And that's golden. You know, like he, he has different kind of shows that he releases his, his normal show, his live shows and his stopping by to say hi shows. Um, which, you know, it works for him. And that's, and that's awesome. If he found a way to make that work follow through with it, but I, that doesn't work for us here because we have a certain way of doing our shows that I prefer to do just like you do. Um, so, uh, if Laureen has a show coming out and everything, she decides to use that Podbean, it's there for her to use. Um, you know, it, it, it sucks that the money was spent, but it is spent. It's not getting back. There's no refunds when it comes to it. So, she's welcome to it. She can do whatever she wants with it. Godspeed to her, and like I said, she does have a spot here in uh, Freaknet Studios uh, if she decides she wants to keep it and pursue something further. Um, so, but yeah, that's what I've been freaking thinking about is that, you know, how like this last week just came to a decision on on, on a, a project that I felt very, uh, very strong about that unfortunately didn't work. And just because it didn't work doesn't mean I'm not going to try it again. I probably will maybe down the road and stuff like that. I'll retry it and try to you know, make it, make it what I envision it to be, you know, and hopefully it does end up working. So. Right. That'd be great. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Yes. Every week our listeners can catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour of Cartoon Joe week just isn't enough, we're going to go. If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Perfect. Guys, make sure you check out our merchandise at tpublic.com by searching TFS. We have a bunch of different designs that are available on uh, many different kinds of merchandise, such as T-shirts and sweatshirts and coffee mugs and notebooks and posters and buttons, magnets and pins and stuff like that. All you got to do is go to tpublic, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C.com, search TFS, pick up your merchandise. Huge shout-out once again to our sponsors, Ballwash and Audible.com. Make sure you uh, sign up for Audible and buy some merchandise at uh, Ballwash. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching this freaking show. I'll let you know when we do the lives on Podbean, also when our shows get dropped, and our shows are released uh, every week on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, 
just by searching this freaking show. And that's all I got, guys, because as always, I am Travis Tate. And I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.